0: Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano, and this is Faith for Today. And this is a time and a place where you and I can come together and nourish up our faith and be strong in faith and be in position to give glory to God today. So go with me, if you will, in your Bibles. We're going to go to Mark, the 11th chapter, and we're going to look at verses 11 through 14 to start. Now, we covered this last week. This is going to be part two of that. We're going to pick up where we left off. Um, Jesus here curses this fig tree. He comes across it. He finds that there's no figs upon it. Thank you, Lord. And, yes, sir, 14th verse says, He answered it, and He said to it, no man eat, free, eat fruit of you hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. So Jesus is answering a tree. And, um, which goes to show that the tree was speaking to Jesus. And the lack of fruit on that tree was the tree talking to Jesus. Uh, Jesus sensed he, it required it of him. Now, now pay attention to this. Don't let this slip. Spend time. Focus on this. Focus on this time. Focus on these words. Pay attention here. Don't act like you know this. Don't act like you know this. Jesus is answering a thing. He's answering a thing in his life. Are there any things talking to you in your life today? Is there anything telling you, I'm empty? There's nothing here. I don't have it. I can't do it. Is there anything talking to you? You need to what? You need to answer it. You need to speak to it. Jesus needed to answer this fig tree. It's telling him, I'm empty. You can't eat from me. And Jesus says, okay, no one will ever eat of you. And he cursed it. And now, we took time last week, but you'll find this did not happen immediately. The very problem changed at the root of this fig tree. And it was dried up from the roots they found nearly a day later. They ended up, you'll find, going back past this after they were in town. And then the next morning they came by it again. And that's where here, we'll look at verse number... 19 that tells us the evening was come and they went out of the city 20th verse says and in the morning as they passed by they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots the answer to our problems is in our mouth jesus had a problem something was speaking to him telling him it was not enough telling him he was not going to be fulfilled he was not going to be satisfied And Jesus answered that problem And spoke to it And he did not spoke, Talk at all About what he saw He didn't turn around and go to Peter and say Peter That's the Do you see this tree Not a single thing of fruit on it Had leaves I, saw, I could have swore I saw leaves All the way back there when we started walking this way But there's not a single fruit on it He didn't talk about the problem at all. He didn't talk to anybody else about it. He looked at the problem square on and he spoke to it. There are some people need to look at their bank accounts and speak to it. Don't curse it. (laughs) Bless it, alright? But there are things that are talking to us all around about us And it's time that we answer it. And you'll find if it doesn't change next week, that doesn't mean that God's not working at the very heart and core of that thing. And that's what happened at the heart and the core of that fig tree. It was taking place. It was drying up and doing the very thing that Jesus spoke over it. You'll find if you come around me, You'll find me in the areas that I'm in, I'm speaking over it all the time. My wife and I will be driving down the road and I'll say, be built up with the best in Jesus' name. Be kept in Jesus' name. What does that mean? That means that there aren't going to be a bunch of buildings toppling over wonderful wildlife and things that we do have sacred here. We're going to have a good balance of both. All the amenities we need and keeping the lands that we have. Yeah, I speak it out all the time. I trust it because it's answering me. There's people all the time building around us and I have a choice. I can either just sit back and let them do whatever they want to do and just think, well, I got no control over the matter. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't They're not asking me what I want in my community. So what do I care? What do I know? I got this years ago. I speak to our places. I say, be built up with the best in Jesus' name. You can speak to your places. You can speak to your things. You can speak to your body. You can speak to your finances. You can speak to your pantry. Yeah. I call you full. Be full in Jesus' name. Then don't get all upset if next week it's not full yet. And you don't have to keep speaking. Thank you, Lord. That is a full pantry in Jesus' name. That's a full refrigerator. That's a full freezer in Jesus' name, full of the best steaks. You might have to hold on for a little while for some of these things we're saying. Now, we're going to talk about something very important. If I don't believe that in my heart when I'm saying it, I'm wasting my time. It's no different with you. I'll say that again. If you and I don't believe it in our heart, we're wasting our time in what we're saying and expecting it to change. But if we really believe it and we speak it, it is changing. It is causing a creation. And there is a force of faith that's causing the very fundamentals of that region to take up, spring up, and be blessed in the way God intended so let's look at, we looked last week, about how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing. We, we didn't go to that verse. Let's go there now. Go with me to Romans 16. But before we do that, I'm moving too fast, let's look at Mark eleven twenty three before we go there. Be ready to go to Romans 16. And here in um, 22nd verse and 23rd verse, 22nd said and jesus answering said to them now he was answering peter's question about look at this fig tree that you cursed it's withered up from the roots and jesus his response was have faith in god so if you find people that trust god you'll find people that believe god's thing in their heart and have the confidence to speak it out with their mouths. And that's, he continues and says, For verily or truthfully I say to you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be you removed, be you cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. It's so important that you and I not waver about what's in our heart you and I will have something in our spirit, something that we know we need to say, something we know we need to do. And it's not time to go back and forth about it. It's time to get very steadfast. If it means our life, I'm going to say it. If it means my life, I'm going to do it. My life is no longer my own. I don't know if you've gotten across to this yet, but you have been bought with a price, a precious price. There was blood paid for for you. There was a body given for you. There was a life laid down for you. You are not your own. I'm not my own. And that being the case, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My life is not my own to just do as I please. So we need to watch what we allow in our hearts what we allow to move us, what we allow to lead us. And we looked in Proverbs, yes sir, in Proverbs 4 we find this, this very same principle that what you and I get before our eyes and what you and I hear, it's what we'll get in our heart. These are two of the ways that words, that thoughts can get in our heart. It's through our eyes and it's through our ears. You can say it's the uh, eyes and ears of faith how you and I come to believe something whether good or bad we need to watch if someone's around us all the time and talking about a problem about a problem about a problem on and on and on it's coming in our ears it's coming in our ears just think about this if you and I were to close our eyes and hear that same thing right if we were to hear Tiger, 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 and had our eyes closed and we're just hearing tiger, tiger, tiger. You and I are going to see in our mind's eye a tiger. If you've ever been experienced, if you've ever seen and know what one looks like, there's going to be an image right there. Faith is a sight. It's an image and it comes by hearing, hearing by God, by His Word. By an anointed, a Holy Spirit, word, an unction, a knowing. This is how there's an operation of faith. It starts there. Well, you and I can have other things come into our ears, come into our hearing and before our eyes. And if we allow it to just be the only thing we see, the only thing we hear, then we'll have something else in our heart. So then, most people are actually getting what they believe. Most people are getting what they believe. There have been, if you've come from any background like my own, there have been families stuck in poverty, stuck in it, generation after generation, in lack, not having enough, just barely getting by, right? Well, you can stay there. You can stay there if you choose. But you can say something different over your life as well. You can say, We're coming out of this. God is leading us out of this. We're going to be led of Him. We are doing what He shows us to do. He's training us up in the best ways. He's leading us in the best investments. You can say something different. You don't have to just keep going by and going, well, you know, I hope we get by. Well, something will come up. We'll find something or check. We need to check up on ourselves all the time is this what I want? What I just said, do I really want that to come to pass? Jesus said it. He said, if you speak to this and you don't doubt in your heart, but you shall believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. If you say so, you'll have it. If you say. It's not as important what they say when it comes to your life and that thing that's speaking to you. It does matter very much so what you and I say. And if it's not in our heart, if we have not got that faith and belief in our heart, we can't. Just saying something won't do it. So go with me. Romans 16. Thank you, Lord. Romans, you know, but I told you the wrong chapter. Let's go to Romans 10. And here in Romans 10, let's look at verse 8. And we should be going up through verse uh, 8 through 10. We'll go there for now. And the scriptures here say, but what says it? And the word is near you, even in where? In your mouth and in your heart again if you didn't take the time take the time wake yourself up to it go to it read Proverbs the fourth chapter and find you'll find we're to attend to his words there will be before our eyes there will be in our ears and if we will keep it there we'll keep it in our heart and now here it's saying this word it's near you even In your mouth And in your heart So if it's just in the mouth It's insufficient Must be in the heart as well That is the word Of faith which we preach Thank you Lord That if you shall what Confess with your mouth The Lord Jesus And shall believe in your heart That God has raised him From the dead You shall be saved This is how salvation Is formed and functions The only way Yes sir Hallelujah Let's read this 10th verse It says for with the heart Man believes to righteousness And with the mouth Confession is made To salvation The heart Forms The substance In which The mouth causes to be created. It's no different than if someone was to go lay a foundation, right? It first has to be mixed. You have to get that cement mixed up. You have to get it right and good. You have to have it in a place where it can be set. But once it's mixed, once it's ready, now it's time to lay it. Now it's time to pour it. And once you pour that cement out, you cause something that can be affixed in your life. It can be created and made to a solid substance and surface. And this is what many have not realized. Their words are doing this in life and in death. And you and I will be shaped, our lives will be shaped by what we have in our heart and what we say with our mouth. So we have a choice on what we put in the mix, what we really trust. Do we really trust that we'll always displease? Do we really trust that we're not enough? Do we really trust that we won't have enough, that we'll just barely get by, that hopefully we won't get kicked out, that, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll just finally all of our begging will finally cause someone to give to us that, What do we have in our heart and it continues here let's look at verse number go to verse number 17 and it says here so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God this is yes sir you and I must have his words coming into our heart If we're to change our belief And um, go with me I know we're coming close on time Go with me to Yes sir Go with me to Joshua 1 Yes sir Joshua 1 Let's look at verses 6-9 through 9. Thank you Lord. And here we find The Lord dealing with them To be strong And of a good courage He continues and says For unto this people shall you divide for an inheritance the land Which I swear to their fathers To give them Only be you strong and very courageous. This is one of the characteristics of faith. A faithful person will be a strong person. Part of that strengthening is because the joy of the Lord is our strength, and there's all joy and peace in believing. People can tell you and I are in faith by our joy and our peace. So if we're sad and stressed out, We're showing we're weak. We're showing we haven't been feeding our faith in the areas needed. And you and I need to be honest with ourselves to determine what do we need faith? What do we need to feed right now? Is it really finances we need to be feeding? Should we be feeding? Have we been having issues in our bodies? Should we be feeding healing? What do we need to go to the scriptures and find and get in our heart? Get before our eyes. Get in our ears. What do we need to be hearing all the time? There have been times where I know we were believing for something specific. And day after day, I'd go to those Gospels, each and every one that touched on it, and I'd read it. I'd I'd read it out loud to myself so I could hear it, and I'd hear it, and I'd see it, and I'd hear it, and I'd see it, and I'd hear it some more, and I'd see it, and I'd see it, and I'd hear it. And the day came where we had it. It was something God needed us to do, something God needed us to have, and we had it because we would allow him to mix and get that faith inside of our hearts. And then we would speak it out. We'd say, yep, we're going to do that. We're going to do it. We're going to have it. We're doing it. We're having it. We got it. We believe we received it. He heard us. We have it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then another promise. Nope. Thank you, Lord. We got it. We got it. We're doing it. We're doing it. And the day came, we had it. And it's the same for you. Hallelujah. And here in Joshua, let's continue. It says, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall you divide for an inheritance the land which I swear to their fathers to give them. Only be you strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper Wheresoever you go Who's it up to Whether you prosper or not You You want to know how you can prosper This is the, the um, Yes sir This is the recipe For prosperity right here If you Will observe To do according to all God has said Not turning from it In any way You will prosper wherever you go. This is why it's so important to be led by the Spirit of God. If you and I will find His simple way for us, you and I will refuse to go back and forth, we'll refuse to say something different, we'll only say what He gives us to say. It'll be very simple, and we will see things others won't. We will be prosperous like others can't. It's not up to someone else. It's up to us. He continues and says, This book of the law, you could say, What God has said, what you've heard from Him, It shall not depart out of your mouth. It shall always be in our mouth. It continues and says, But you shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. You shall meditate therein day and night. Night and day. What does that mean? It's in your mind. You're thinking about it. You're looking at it. You're hearing it. You're looking at it continually. Uh, I'm impressed to tell you about a, a certain woman. There was a, a woman that was having issues with, uh, yes, sir, uh, mental, you know, psychological disturbances. And and she was, at the time, I believe, in, you know, in an institution for that kind of thing. And, and uh, my pastor, you know, my, my elder in the faith, this was one of the tasks the Lord led them to minister to this woman. And, and uh, you know she would talk about always Yes sir thank you for helping me get this right And so she's having issues There's a problem steadfast before her um, Thank you Lord And um, the answer was right here for her And they uh, they had brought this up to her And, and said you know um, You need to be thinking on something else You need to be thinking on God's Word all the time, right? In that case, I have the mind of Christ, right? I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I'm of quick understanding in the reverence of Him. I'm complete in Him. You see this? These are scriptures. And this woman, she was encouraged to be thinking about this, to be saying this all the time, going over this. And and she she retorted. She came back quickly and said, you can't do that. You can't think about the scriptures. You can't think about the Word of God all the time. You can't think on something all the time. And um, my pastor, he said it just came in his heart. He just knew. He said, you're already thinking about something all the time. And in her case, it's very obvious she's thinking about the wrong thing. She had the option. She could have chose to think about something else, talk about something else, hear something else, and something else would have been in her heart. And as it was in her heart, she could have been speaking something else and she would have had a complete different result in life. And that's what Jesus is telling us. If you would look at that mountain that you see and you would say, What you expect and what you determine needed to be done with that thing, and not doubt in your heart, you will have what you say. But what is in the heart? Now, go with me, if you will, to James, and I believe we'll, we'll, this will be a good place after this to unhook for now. But go with me to James, and stand by, I'll let you know as I get there. Thank you Father Thank you Lord Hallelujah You can have What you say Yes sir Hallelujah. Just stand by for me just momentarily, and we'll be right back after it. Hallelujah. This whole letter that James wrote to the church by the Spirit of God, it contains much of this, what you and I say. And um, so I'm really looking for the pointed place by the helping of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Go with me to, uh, that's just. Hallelujah. Well, we will find it. Thank you, Father, for your wonderful, wonderful helping. Let's go... You want to go there? Praise you, Lord. Thanks for standing by and uh, believing together with me. We appreciate it. see if this will be a good place for now go with me to Luke 8 and verse 5 thank you Luke 8 5 and we'll go up through verses uh, 5 through 10 for now this will be a good place and then we'll I'll find that in James and and we'll go back to it with the Lord's help thank you father 8 of uh, Luke 8 5 through 10 And it says here in verse five A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it, and some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up it withered away, because it lacked moisture, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it, and other fell on good ground, and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things he cried, he that has ears to hear let him hear now he yelled this which went now they all had ears i believe all of them i believe the majority here had ears but they weren't hearing what god was saying and there's times where someone might need to yell it out hey listen if you got an ear to hear this hear this these are fundamentals of faith it's very interesting when we talk about faith being made to salvation if someone is so lost i mean if they have been drinking themselves to death if they've been shooting themselves up every day you know selling their bodies what have they are desperately in need of salvation how long should they wait until they say jesus i receive you and your offering for the wrong in my life And I believe I receive you. I confess you as Lord of my life. And and as you died and took all the sin upon yourself, I died with you. And as you were raised from the dead, so did I. And I live in newness of life through you now. Should they wait until they stop shooting themselves up with drugs, stop drinking themselves to death, to start saying now that very thing? No. It's time to say it today as soon as possible and the same is true of you and i if we want a different scenario we need to say something different and the only way it's going to change is if we have something different in our heart and that's why this is the greatest parables of them all jesus would tell them if you don't understand this how are you going to understand all the parables so let's just continue and then that will unhook for this time and he said to them That uh, this is the good ground The 10th verse says And he said unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God But to others in parables that seeing they might not see And hearing they might not understand Now let's go up to um, Let's continue reading here in the 11th verse And he'll break this down and make it clear Now the parable is this The seed is the word of God You want to change what's in your heart? Get God's words There should not a day go by that you and I don't spend time in his words And he continued and said those by the wayside are they that hear Then comes the devil and takes away the word out of their hearts So the issue wasn't the word was never there The issue was the word would not the word could not stay there They did not maintain that word Now let's continue And it says uh Then comes the devil, takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they, which when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. So these ones are tried, right? They go through a trying time, and the word doesn't stay in their heart. If the word doesn't stay in their heart, they're not talking about it anymore. Because out of the abundance of the heart... The mouth speaks so this is telling us that we need to even in the trying time not lose heart not forget what we heard from god not forget what he needs us to trust him for today and continue to have that coming out of our mouth and pouring forth from us and now continuing it says they on the rock thank you father we read that In time of temptation they fall away 14th verse and that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection how many people like digging into a fruit that's bitter it's not ripe you don't want some unripened fruit you don't want to put that in your yogurt you don't want to have that kind of fruit salad. You don't want that. God doesn't either. And this has been an issue. So, so anxious, so worried. What are we going to eat? What are we going to do for dinner? What are we, that's not that important. Not if it takes the word out of your heart. There's something more that you and I need. We need a greater trust. We need to trust Him. We need to have it in our heart. What's most important? What has He said? What's what's first and foremost for His work today? And because they were so concerned about their own things, so mindful of their own things, so full of heart about their own things, pleasures, that their fruit was not ripened. It wasn't mature. It wasn't useful. Have you ever gone and grabbed a fruit and tried eating it and it's too hard to enjoy? How useful was that for you? It wasn't wasn't neither is it in this case now here let's just continue on this but that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart having heard the word faith came they keep it and bring forth fruit with patience you and i have this power within us that what god puts in our heart we can keep it all our days we can talk it every day and hear about it every day and as we do it gives god place to work round about us It makes this place look like the very Garden of Eden. It shows God's goodness. There needs to be more of that. Praise God. That's all for today. We're going to unhook here. But we love you. We bless you. Reach out to us here at the ministry. We'd be glad to pray with you, believe God with you, and rejoice in the wonderful works He's doing in your lives. We'll see you soon, friends.